This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Ever wonder how to deliver a killer compliment? I think learning how to give great compliments is one of the best things to have in your both professional and personal tool belt. Having this skill helps build relationships, it takes them to the next level, and can even open doors that you didn't even dream possible. I created this episode because I recently received an email that asks specifically how to give and receive a compliment. Here's the email. It said, Hi, Lisa. I recently found your podcast and have been trying to listen to past podcasts and take all your tips to heart. While driving to work, I thought of this one, and I seem to struggle with it. How to take a compliment and how to give a compliment. Hope you can help. Keep doing what you do. You're making a difference. P.S. I just ordered your book, Steve. Before I answer, Steve, I want to say thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering you a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. Just go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. So first I want to say thanks to Steve for the kind words and also for the question about compliments. I think it's so important that we understand how to give and to receive compliments that I'm going to split it up into two podcasts. Today, I wanted to start with giving compliments because I think we all love to get compliments. They make us feel good, and, and it doesn't just benefit the receiver, it benefits you, the giver. In fact, everyone around you. It's interesting that receiving a compliment is good for you, of course. It makes the person who receives the compliment feel good. But it turns out that it's also a benefit to the giver. Turns out there's quite a bit of research that's been done on the effects of giving compliments. Studies have shown that complimenting someone's performance actually helps the brain to remember the skills better. And people who are recognized for their efforts receive a boost in serotonin, which increases self-esteem, confidence, and a sense of purpose. And that, of course, then reinforces the behavior and further improves the future performance. So people who are complimented, they feel valued, appreciated, and more positive. So obviously, all of these good vibes help the person being complimented, but how does it help you, the complimenter? First, by just deciding to compliment more often, you begin to develop the habit of looking for positive things, which in the long term makes you happier. Your relationships improve with people you sincerely compliment, which increases the bond of trust between you. Again, all of this makes for better, closer relationships, and it makes working with somebody a lot easier. And happier employees or even happy family members make everyone around them feel better too. And if you're a boss who's known to recognize the people around you, then employees will want to work harder to gain your appreciation. So there are many, many important motivations for cultivating a habit of complimenting people. But it has to be done the right way. Although a successful compliment doesn't have to be perfect, For me, it has to be genuinely sincere. A fake compliment can be sensed a mile away, and I think it destroys your credibility. So just ensure that your compliments are sincere. And if you develop the habit of noticing good things, it's easy to find something to sincerely compliment. 
Oh, and be sure it doesn't seem like you'll benefit from giving the compliment. Yes, waiters actually get better tips when they compliment their guests, but employers and employees should avoid the obvious appearance of flattery for personal gain. Again, for me, successful compliments are authentic. Next, good compliments are specific. If your staff member gave a great presentation, mention the best points. Saying, hey, great presentation as you whisk by may be better than saying nothing, but it would be even better if you stopped and said something like, oh, you did a great job analyzing the reason for the jump in sales in May. That should really help us replicate that next month. A comment like that will help your staff member's self-esteem increase, and you can count on a boost in performance. However, make sure that you don't overdo the compliments. If I were to go on and on saying, well, it was amazing, I never heard such a brilliant analysis, you start sounding fake and you begin to make the other person feel a little uncomfortable. So the bottom line is compliments are short, they're specific, and they're sincere. Next, a successful compliment needs to be appropriate. And here in the U.S., it's rarely appropriate for a boss to comment about the appearance of an employee or for an employee to comment on the appearance of a supervisor. If you have that kind of relationship in your office, you can judge better about that. But I think these compliments should generally remain between friends. That is, compliments about appearance. And be careful when you're talking about weight or some other touchy subjects. If you gush about how great a person looks, now that he or she has lost the weight, you run the risk of insulting the person who might start thinking, well, you must have thought I looked hideous before. Obviously, that's never your intention, but people can be sensitive, so I suggest treading lightly in those sensitive topics. When delivering your compliment, be sure to smile and be enthusiastic. Let your tone of voice be sincere, not condescending or envious or surprised at the person's great performance. You know how the meaning of a sentence can change depending on which word you emphasize. And interestingly, it's much more valuable to compliment a person's hard work than a person's natural abilities. So forget you're so talented or you're a natural, because ongoing studies have shown that, in this case it was children, who are praised for completing a task due to their own efforts or creativity, work longer on different projects or succeeded more often than children who are praised for being smart or talented. And it's really true not just for children. In fact, the New Yorker used the same research to suggest that Enron fell because employees who are concerned about always looking good or smart will either be afraid to take risks, grow, and learn, or will try to cover up mistakes, which of course just compounds things further. So sometimes it can be a good idea to praise a person for taking a risk or thinking outside the box, even when things didn't work out. So what exactly does a great compliment sound like? How about Jeanette, I wanted you to know that I've been getting some great feedback, positive feedback from clients about you. I heard about your creativity and how you quickly addressed the issue at Marshall Company, and that webinar you delivered was interesting, engaging, and educational. I really appreciate your hard work. Sincere, specific, and short. Spoken with a positive tone and a smile, praising effort rather than natural talent, that's how to compliment. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. If you'd like to learn more about compelling communication, I invite you to read my best-selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview, and listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk. As always, your success is my business. And finally, thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. 
Audible.com is the leading provider of audiobooks, now with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. As you know, I love to listen to audiobooks, especially when I'm driving or doing chores around the house, going to the gym, walking, lots of walking. For public speaker listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook you might consider is The Invention of Wings. This one was picked by my book club. I haven't finished it yet. It was also an Oprah book club pick, and it's a novel that was set in the American Deep South about two unforgettable women, an urban slave who was given to a girl on her 11th birthday, and the story is their journey over the next 35 years. They both are striving for a life of their own. To download The Invention of Wings or a book of your own choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>